Super Rugby is back. What's changed and who'll win? And Ben Simmons' main competition for NBA Rookie of the Year honours. All that and more today on The Splash. It's February 22. It's time for your daily dose of Sporting Agenda. Your audio edition of the Fox Sports homepage, The Splash. Hello, I'm Wilson Smith in the seat for Phil Pryor and we'll be chatting Super Rugby and NBA today. But first, some quick headlines. Australia has missed out on the ICC's top T20 team ranking by less than a point after an undefeated tri-series campaign culminated in a 19-run win in a rain-affected final against New Zealand. Leading Australian trainer Gay Waterhouse has called for zero tolerance of anyone involved in the doping of horses after publication of text messages that allegedly show horses were doped on race days. And the NRL is clamping down on time-wasting this year, thank God. The announcing the clock will stop for 30 seconds after each conversion attempt, as well as tweaking the rules to allow defensive players to play at the ball in a one-on-one -on -one tackle. Now, the Super Rugby season is back underway, as I said, and to talk us through it is my favourite Kiwi Fox Sports rugby scribe, Sam Worthington, and the only other rugby scribe in the building, Christy Doran. Thanks for coming in, guys. Thanks, Wilson. That's high praise. The, your favourite Kiwi Fox rugby scribe. Yeah. It's, it's uh, yeah sample yep. size of one, but I'll take Mate, it. Mate, I don't dish those compliments out lightly, so uh, <laughs> take it when you can. So there's been a few changes to the way the competition works this year because, let's face it, it's been a bit of a mess for a while. What's the go, guys? Yeah, well, for, for people that aren't familiar with it, it can be quite hard to keep up, but there's three less teams, which are, of course, the Force, which most Aussie sporting fans would have heard about the the Perth team getting cut in pretty uh, horrific circumstances last season. So just four Aussie teams now, and the Sunwolves have joined the Australian Conference. And we've also lost two South African teams, the Cheetahs and the Kings, yeah, who have gone to play in, uh, in Europe. So uh, yeah, so you've got the South African Conference. They now have the Haguetes from, uh, I'll get you to say that later, yeah. um, from Argentina. Mate, no worries. And uh, <laughs> the New Zealand Conference stays the same. So it's... Look, it doesn't sound overly simple, but it is, uh, trust me, it's slightly more simple uh, mm -hmm. than it used to be, Okay. put it that way. Is it a positive for the Australian teams? Uh, it certainly means they're more likely to win games. The The talent pool's been um, intensified with uh, particularly the Rebels have picked up about, uh, their team is now half the force, basically. Yeah. Uh, picked up a lot of their key players, so okay. they're going to go better. Um, the other Australian teams haven't necessarily picked up um, a huge amount of force players, but but they have got a, a sprinkling of talent as well. So okay. um, the only way is up, basically, from what we saw last year. Yeah, Oop. Christy. Well, the, the other reason with the likelihood of more victories is the fact that there's more local derbies. So, yeah, so the last couple of years we've, we've had less of those. Now we're going to see two for uh, each club play the Australian, or another franchise at least twice. So yeah, nice. Um, yeah, um, positive. Who do you guys like from the Australian Conference to uh, progress? Look, I uh, was talking up the Rebels uh, a week or two ago, but then mm. they've been getting absolutely smashed in pre-season, so yeah. that's uh, spooked me a little bit. I, I feel like you should have known after talking <laughs> about the Rebels for like pre-season after pre-season now. Just yeah, no, well, they've got a real all-star team <laughs> that's these days. Harsh. I think, and uh, I really like their coach uh, Dave Vessels. I think he's a potential Wallaby coach of the the future. A very bright, uh, bright young mind. But a team uh, of all-stars does not an all-star team make those. I, I should be old enough and and uh, grizzled enough to know these things. But yeah, yeah, I think I think they'll. Uh, I still think they're a chance to make the finals. But I think uh, the safe bet certainly the Brumbies have got a very settled team, and they've mm -hmm. also welcoming back David Pocock, who of course oh, has had a whole year to to um, recharge the batteries, yeah. traveling the world and stuff. So and then get that knee injury just before he comes back. That's it. So that's a bit yeah. niggly, but he'll be back pretty soon. And okay. uh, Christian Leliafano, of course, um, the inspirational cancer survivor, who's who's going to run the show from ten. So yeah, I, I think uh, they're going to be a very consistent outfit, and they should be the top Aussie team. 
Yeah, certainly the earlier money was on the on the Rebels. There's, there's a couple of other uh, media managers and so forth from other franchises across Australia told me they, they're the Real Madrid of, of Australian rugby at the moment. <laughs> That's a stretch. That's which, a stretch. Which is a bit of a stretch. Wow. <laughs> uh, but if you look if you look through their side, it is on paper very very good. Um, but as and if if anyone has any idea about Ben Darwin's cohesion, um, sort of. Uh, what would you frame it? Were they theory? Theory. Well, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know if we've got two hours here. We don't have two hours, but uh, by whole heaping a whole heap of players together, we all know it. Uh, you look at the Melbourne Storm and uh, in rugby league and the dynasty they've been able to create, and yeah. a lot of it's because they've kept this one side for for many years. They grew up playing together. So yep. whether or not you can do that from a team that's been heaped together over what a month or two of preseason training, big one. But uh, I think yeah, the Brumbies certainly. Uh, you look at through their side and the, the inclusions they've had with with Pocock and Lele Fano, but also the coaching roster with a couple of guys. Um, well, in particular, Laurie Fisher coming back from England, yeah. which is a huge get for for Brumbies rugby, um, and, and one of the best scrum and set piece coaches going around in the world. So they'll be formidable. I think also the Tars with Kirtley Bill. You look at Kirtley Bill with the Waratahs, uh, with him in the side since he's made his debut in two thousand and seven. <coughs> they win. What sixty one percent of the time without him, they only win thirty seven percent of the time. They didn't have him He's last year. Stats along. of the time it works. Impressive every time. stats. Yeah, they haven't had him since the middle of twenty sixteen, and they've won thirty percent of their games. He'll make yeah, a, nice. a huge difference for the okay. task. Well, I'll tell you who I've got my money on: the bloody Reds, mate. Well, Ooh. being a Queensland yeah, boy, I'm not surprised. It. Brad Thorne is how much money have you taking put on? us back to the pinnacle? Oh, a cool zero dollars at the moment, right, Sam. Okay. I'm not that confident about it. But how do you think Brad Thorne will go? Yeah, that's definitely one of the most fascinating things about the season for me. Um, this absolute legend um, of the, of the well, two sports yep. um, now turning to coaching. Um, yep. It's it's absolutely fascinating. So on Kick and Chase last night, uh, they had a nice piece on them. He's been uh, getting them involved with the army, doing camps, and, and not not giving them any food. Uh, basically, I think Sam, Samu Karevi said he had one M and M for the day. That was his uh, <laughs> ration. He wasn't too happy. Um, but Jeez. yeah, I think th- there's no secrets what we're going to see there. An emphasis on defence and fitness and 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 just all those cliches of, of playing for the guy next mm. to you. So. Uh, th- Unfortunately, I don't know if they've got enough uh, out-and-out class and talent to, to score points this year. I think no, you don't need that when you've got heart. <laughs> you, you should they, know that. They're going to win 1-0. They're going to win just grind-out games. But, yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, I think what they're going to be very competitive, but I don't know if they're going to be able to win um, the, those big games. Do I don't you think. think there's a market on Brad Thorne donning the jersey at any stage during the season? He loves hamming that up and um, saying, "Oh yeah, don't rule it out, don't rule it out." I think what if we have a? I think it would take uh, it would take an all-time injury crisis, but yeah, he he certainly gets involved even even now at training. He's still whacking blokes and putting them to shame in the in the gym. So, look, uh, I'd say it's 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 more than a zero percent chance, but only just. Okay, Christy, um, I'll throw it to you first because I know Sam's going to give us a biased answer as a Kiwi. But who do you think is going to take out the title this year? Oh, look, you, you can't go past another New Zealand side. Uh, we, we've seen the Crusaders biased, and the Canes and, 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 and the Highlanders guys, before great, that. Yeah. Uh, but reality is that they're, they're still the um, they're going to be the pace setters. And you look at the Crusaders, they've got a number of injuries to begin with, so they might struggle early doors, which is what they did for a long time when Dan, uh, Dan Carter and, and Richie McCall were there, always coming back later in the year. They'll, they'll finish very strong, but I think the Hurricanes with Bowden Barrett and uh, TJ Perinara and a pretty good forward pack, they'll they'll be um, very tough to stop. Okay. What do you reckon, Sammy? Yeah, well, at risk of 
jinxing the team I support. I think the Hurricanes <laughs> can do it this year. Um, yeah, a lot of depth in their squad and, and the best halves, uh, Perinara and, and Barrett, that Christy touched on in the comp. Um, and their their coach is leaving at the end of the season as well as their captain, Brad Shield. So there'll be plenty yep. of motivation there. But yeah, the, the Crusaders, is, Win one uh, for the they're going to go very, very close uh, as well. It'll yeah, be okay. really interesting to see how the Auckland Blues go this year. They've been building steadily under Tunnel Munger uh, and their back line, with the exception of probably having a very inexperienced 10, is very good. Yeah, we um, saw that in the 10s as well, didn't we? Yeah, and, and, they, and they came out and they won that. And uh, you saw some brilliant young talent They've, the New Zealand conferences as well, there's a couple of new coaches there with Aaron Major at the Highlanders and a new Chiefs coach as well. So it'll be interesting to see how these sides now go since the move, the departures of, of Rennie at the Chiefs and uh, well, Tony Brown, at Tony the Brown who yeah. was at one, one year at the Highlanders stepping up for, for Jamie Joseph after, after his departure to Japan. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And the Lions in South Africa will be very good again, I think, and, and go pretty close as well. No, Ackerman is, as the coach, though. He's now up at Gloucester uh, in in the UK, and a couple of players have following, followed him there. So okay. whether or not the Lions, who hosted last year's final and, and have made the last two, uh, yet to win one, um, how, how they go, I don't, I don't think they're going to be as successful, but they'll probably top the South African uh, conference. All right. Well, you can catch all the Super Rugby action live on Fox Sports, of course. Thanks for coming in, guys. Thank you, mate. Thank you. Australia's own Ben Simmons is enjoying a historic debut season in the NBA, but there's a certain young man from the Utah Jazz who threatens to derail that Rookie of the Year campaign. Fox Sports basketball brain Olgan Ulich has broken that down in an article you can read right now on the website foxsports.com.au, and he's sitting across the table from me now as well. Thanks for joining me, Olgs. Thank you. I miss Phil. Well, okay. Um, I'll let him know you said that. Uh, you would think one of the top three statistical rookie seasons in history would be enough to uh, secure that Rookie of the Year title, but apparently not. No. You, you've got a player like Donovan Mitchell, who, as you said, plays for Utah Jazz, uh, and he's putting up a really impressive, productive season from a scoring standpoint, and that's sexy. Yeah, that's very flashy. Re- it's just the, rea- the reality of that. And, and, you know, he won the dunk contest as well. He was really solid in the, the Rising Stars game. Um, and there's just a lot of media hype behind him. Yeah. And so it's it's difficult to you know determine whether this is just a media-driven narrative because there's so much hype behind him. The, the Jazz are on 11-game winning streak, so that could have an effect as well, mm-hmm. um, or if it's legitimate. So what I did was I crunched some numbers. I spoke with some NBA executives, and basically the, the statistics point towards Ben Simmons being not necessarily the clear rookie of the year, but... An easy choice, yep. uh, you know, a very reasonable, logical choice for Rookie of the Year. Yep. And the NBA executives I spoke to, the, you know, the one who I got on the record anonymously, of course, um, he chose Ben as well. Uh, mm-hmm. he's, he's a Western Conference executive as well, so he watches Donovan Mitchell quite closely because he's with the Jazz. And, um, yeah, look, Ben Simmons is the Rookie of the Year at this point. It doesn't look like that's going to change, but it'd be silly to say it's not a, an actual conversation that Donovan Mitchell has a chance, because he does. Okay, I'm a bit of a conspiracy theorist, yeah. as you well know, but I just know that they're going to give it to Donovan Mitchell. Like, I just know it's going to happen, Olga. And I know you can sit here and tell me that statistics <laughs> point to Ben Simmons, but it's just not going to happen. It's one of those things that I didn't believe before the All-Star weekend. Everyone was saying, oh, you know, Donovan Mitchell, everyone's pushing for this. And, and then the know, Vince I, Carter jersey and everything. Man, he is yeah, the darling of the NBA right 100%, now. 100%. I didn't see it until, you know, the Rising Stars Challenge where they kind of pushed his image a little bit more. The dunk contest, no, it's, it wasn't rigged for him. Anyone who says that doesn't know what he or she's talking about. But, you know, there was a lot of hype behind that. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's make, that's make making me think, is the NBA, not, not the NBA necessarily, but just is the media just falling for him? 
Well, I think it's just they don't want an Australian coming in and beating all of them at their own game. (laughs) No, I don't. All right, come back to me when uh, Donovan Mitchell's announced, okay? Um, Boogie Cousins and DeMar DeRozan, I saw they're both on his... I I saw they're both for Donovan Mitchell. They were commenting on his uh, Instagram feed the other day. Yeah, DeMar DeRozan likes him. Damian Lillard likes him. (sighs) A lot of of dudes like Donovan Mitchell. And it's because his game's game's really sexy. Yeah, of course. He He scores the ball. He shoots it well. He... Comes up big in, in crunch time, and the Jazz are on 11-game winning streak, so you can't really ignore that. Except for the fact that the Jazz are a better defensive team with him off the court, as I read in your article. Thank you for reading my article. There Thank we you go. for reading that far down. Now, I, yeah, uh, of course I wouldn't. All the way to the end. Great friends. Um, you mentioned the All-Star Weekend. It gave us some uh, high highs and some very low lows. Three-point contest. I'm looking in your direction. I've, um, I've never heard that What before. What were your favorite and least favorite parts of that? So my favorite part of the All-Star game was, was really cool. Yeah. It was really odd because there were no real highlights. Mm. You know, the b- best highlight was probably LeBron, little bounce pass, bounce to, pass to Anthony Davis, Davis for the alley-oop. But I watched the highlights and I didn't realize I was on the highlights. It was just yeah. a nice reel of scoring. It was just scoring. like a generic game package just because, just, just because it was a regular game. Yeah, and it looked um, fairly tightly contested. Totally. And, you know, the that last team, team Steph did go out on a little lead because they shot the ball a lot. Yeah. Um, but no, it, came, it became close at the end. It, it, LeBron was mad when you know a call didn't go his way, which is yeah. kind of what you want to see. Yeah, and that defense on Steph Curry in the last few seconds. Oh, they, they shut him down. Yeah, they they smothered him. Um, so that was quite cool. And, and as far as All-Star Saturday, dunk contest was meh. Like, it was all right. Three-point contest was kind of the downer. Yep. Skills challenge is something I really enjoy. And yeah. I, I don't My know boy, Larry Markkinen. He, he fell hard at the final handle, didn't he? Yeah, oh, but he's he's a baller though. He's he's way oh, too skilled for his size. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. And Lowe's. Uh. Well, actually, no. I was also going to add the the um, Rising Stars challenge to the heights for me. I I yeah. really enjoyed that game, except well, when it. Well, actually, I I enjoyed when it devolved into a crazy dunk contest at the end, even yeah. though there was no defense. But that's just young that was dudes. Just fun. This is young dudes just trying to throw it down as yeah. hard as they can. I'm surprised Simmons didn't go out really hard in that. He looked like he was trying to win without being super flashy. No question. He he said before the game he wanted the assist record, which yeah. I think was 23. Uh, it was always on 13. Unlo- he got 13 at the end. It was it was unlikely that he was gonna get, um, you know that record. But yep. you know he, he was having fun out there, and he kind of showed why he he belongs in that All Star game. Yeah, for sure. Now back to the NBA perennial contender San Antonio, massive injury blow there. I mean they've been dealing with it all season really, but now um, it's a finality. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's final. Greg mm. Popovich kind of okay. He was a bit. He, I don't know the, the way he worded it. As was long as they make great Game Seven of the Finals, <laughs> they'll be back <laughs> yeah. in time. <laughs> yeah, they're not. They're not making Game Seven of the Finals. Yeah. Yeah, Greg Popovich said it's he'd be surprised if Kawhi Leonard played this season. Yeah. Which is really. Well, that sucks for everybody. If we're being yeah, honest. it's really annoying to hear because it was it was just a quad injury, and we thought it would keep him out for you know some of the start of the season, mm. and then he came back for a bit, and then there were reports that he had some issues with the, the front office with how the injury was treated. What was it? It's it's just a quad injury. Uh, just a quad injury. We don't even know. It's uh, th- there, there is there is a specific word, but yeah. I am not a doctor, Wilson. Oh, okay, I just thought you were an NBA expert. That's cool. Thanks, Wilson. Um, I miss Phil. <laughs> Where's Phil? Phil, if you're listening, please come back. Um, no, so Kawhi Leonard probably out for the rest of the, the regular season, and and you'd yeah. think the hopes of the Spurs with him. Yeah, I, I don't don't think they would have had a chance anyway because I don't think the Spurs are built to beat the Warriors or yep. really the Rockets even. Hmm. Um, but no, the, the Spurs are not going to win this season. All right, well, uh, it's always a pleasure to chat with you, Olgan, despite what high. you might think. Um, 
That's it for today. Remember to tune in tomorrow for the latest sporting news on the Splash. Is it you again? It might be me again. I will not tune in. You won't be invited back anyway.